Missouri is certain to be big underdogs to the Georgia Bulldogs this week. But you know what? I don't think this 2023 Missouri football team would have it any other way. So let's talk about that ball game and get a little bit weird on this Halloween weekend edition of Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And just a quick reminder, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. And you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, it's a Friday afternoon here on Locked On Mizzou, and that means that if you're listening to this program, that means you're a hardcore fan, not only of this program, but most importantly, Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And I got news for you, folks. I've been sitting back and, and thinking back to a simpler time of 2015 here today. And I got to say, after these last few years, all the things that Missouri fans have put up with, well, you know what? Just between me and you, we are the real ones. We are hardcore fans that absolutely deserve what is happening around Mizzou football and men's basketball right now. And indeed, Missouri is going to be a big underdog to Georgia this week. I have, There's not a line out at FanDuel Sportsbook right now. I've seen 15 out there at other places. I'd say it'll be at least a 14-point deficit there on the spread for Missouri. But you know what? Let's go back to the offseason of 2000. And 14 for a minute. Of course, Missouri coming off back-to-back SEC East championships, and there was just a tremendous amount of hope and momentum around the Missouri football program. It felt like Gary Pinkle had really taken this program to, to levels never before seen. Unfortunately, well, momentum can sometimes hit a brick wall, and it really did with Missouri pretty quickly in that 2000 and 15 season. I can remember, of course, Missouri playing BYU that season. My dad and I very excited. Again, coming off an SEC East, two SEC Easts in a row. We're going, hey, sure, let's head on up to Arrowhead Stadium and take in Missouri for the next season. Maybe we'll win three in a row. That was the naive thought all the way back then. But of course, what happened was a Missouri season that offensively went completely off the rails and then which culminated in that BYU week of of protests. And I, I don't need to recap for this again. If you're a hardcore Missouri fan, I don't need to recap the the protests for you for the umpteenth millionth time. But the point is along with Gary Pinkle's retirement from his cancer diagnosis and treatments, Missouri has just not been the same ever since. It really hasn't. And to go through all this crap, a couple coaching changes, the COVID pandemic, that weird season where we weren't even sure if we were going to play football for a while there in the off season of 2020, to get through all that and on the other side, even all the way back to the beginning of September, people were still not convinced if Eli Drinkwitz was the guy or not. Let's just take a moment to step back 
and smell the roses for a second. Because as much as I want to sit here and tell you all the ins and outs of what I think this Georgia matchup is going to be, I'm going to get there next week. Today, again, we're going to step back and take a moment to reflect and also just get a little bit weird, get a little bit off topic on this Friday episode because, damn it, I think that's what you hardcore fans deserve today. First of all, it's not just that this team is off to a great start and confirming all the – if you think Eli Drinkwitz is the guy, you're getting confirmed right now by what's happening on the field. Well, it's not just that Missouri is winning. It's how they're winning. It's the with the players that they're winning with because I'm just telling you, you're hard-pressed in the history of Missouri football to find two better stories – than Brady Cook and Cody Schrader. Again, not just one, but two absolutely incredible stories here. Brady Cook being the St. Louis kid, grew up as a Missouri guy. You've seen the the pictures of him online as a, you know, a, a, approximately a 10-year-old. However, he looks there in a, a Blaine Gabbert number 11 Missouri football jersey outside of the the old Trans World Dome, the Dome at America's Center, as it's called in St. Louis, apparently playing some cornhole and having a good old time. For that kid to come where to where the 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 fan that he was to then sign with Missouri incredibly early in the process, maybe even after his sophomore season of high school football, just saying, "Yep, I'm going to Missouri." completely shutting it down, not unlike I did with Missouri Journalism School back in the day, with quite a bit less fanfare, but hey, what the heck, I'm sticking with that comparison anyway. But not only the Brady Cook story, but of course Cody Schrader as well, another Missouri kid who ends up going to Truman State, who is, whatever way you want to look at it, maybe he was, maybe he was underestimated. Or maybe he just continued to get better with a relentless work ethic that would absolutely not be denied. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Cody Schrader has been somewhat underestimated by some, including me even, at times. I'll fully admit to that. So again, to me, it's more the latter than the former. I'm going to give Cody Schrader all the credit in the world for, again, his relentless work ethic, much more so than I think anybody has really underestimated him. Or if he's proven anybody wrong, it's less on, oh, well, look at these idiots, that kind of thing. I think that actually takes away from what Cody's done. Because to me, all of the credit should go to that young man. And the fact that he is now one of the absolute leading rushers in the SEC now, I mean, it's absolutely unbelievable. Last week, after the Kentucky game, after the South Carolina game, excuse me, Cody Schrader, the SEC Offensive Player of the Week. And you know what? For as great as he's been, I, I, I'd want to really give him his flowers because I do feel like at times I've maybe focused too much on how I'd like to see a second running back just to take a little bit of the load off of Schrader. I will say Kirby Moore this week said that Missouri does need to develop and use more depth at running back behind Schrader. But at the same time, I just want to make it really clear. I'm not trying to take anything away from the young man whatsoever. And you know what? For as much as lots of people have talked about what great stories Brady Cook and Cody Schrader are, you know who else is a great story? Despite not being an underdog or fitting that tag whatsoever, 
To me, it's St. Luther Burden III. That's who. That guy's an unbelievable story, too. A guy who, so often, of course, Missouri will produce incredible football players, and unfortunately, sometimes they don't always stay home. And sometimes when they do stay home, things don't go as planned. Well, his freshman year, Luther Burden, there were some ups and downs, without question. I think, obviously, you saw the talent was there. There was, a, there was a lot more. You looked under the hood and you could see how many touchdowns Luther was able to score in the red zone, that kind of thing. You just thought, you know what, give him some time. He's a true freshman. There's something really here. And, and no doubt with a new role and obviously a year under his belt of experience, Luther Burden has been absolutely incredible this season to the point where he's plus 550 over at FanDuel Sportsbook before the Bolitnikoff Award, the best wide receiver in the country, just third after Marvin Harrison Jr. of of Ohio State and LSU's Malik Neighbors as well. Somebody, obviously, that Missouri fans are very familiar with. So, to me, just the fact that Luther Burden is sort of the local kid made good, if you will, to use a to use an old cliche, he stayed home. And not only has he stayed home, I think he's been better in year two than really anybody could have anticipated. I was definitely expecting a breakout year from Burden. He's been even more impressive than I think I could have anticipated. So all the credit in the world to him as well. And a guy that that Eli Drinkwitz has said is one of the hardest workers on the team, one of the most unselfish guys he's ever been around. So just because Luther Burden was a kid that has a lot of physical talent in the all the physical talent really in the world, plus was had all the hype coming out of high school and all that stuff. Hey, just because he wasn't an underdog doesn't mean he isn't a great story too. And while I think this bye week comes at the perfect moment for Missouri fans to reflect on the season, obviously I think it's the perfect moment for the actual football team as well. And you know what? Now is time for your Game Changer of the Week, brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. And much like Blake Baker, I think Athletic Brewing has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. And on Blake Baker, I just think in this Georgia matchup, I think the previous week against South Carolina, Missouri found the old formula defensively that certainly slowed down the Bulldogs last year. So without Stetson Bennett, without... Without Brock Bowers, the star tight end, I really think Missouri's got a chance in this ball game. But I'll tell you... Hopefully Missouri's changed the game defensively here because Athletic Brewing Company has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. And with everything from IPAs to Goldens to Sours and more, these beers are indeed fit for all times. So, first-time customers, use code LOCKEDON to get 15% off your first online order that's code locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n at checkout for 15 percent off at athleticbrewing.com near beer exclusions apply athletic brewing company fit for all times and by our title sponsor game time and You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event, especially at the last minute. And 
Guess what? The first puck for the St. Louis Blues against the New Jersey Devils tonight drops here in just a few hours. You can still get tickets on game time. It's so easy. Just open up your app, search for the Blues, and you'll find, hey, you can get in on the mezzanine level for about 48 bucks per ticket all in. That includes fees and everything else. So, Game time. They have all the deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats to any event, including concerts, sports, the whole deal. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. C-O-L-L-E-G-E for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Now, I still don't have a great feel for how this Missouri-Georgia game is going to play out. I don't have any predictions for you at this moment, but what makes me feel good as a Tiger fan is I just don't think this Missouri team is going to be intimidated whatsoever. Now, could Missouri, could Georgia certainly, I'm sure Kirby Smart is going to be reminding his team after this game against Florida all week about how Georgia was trailing for much of that game in Columbia last season. So actually, I expect this Bulldogs team is going to have, is Missouri is going to have the Bulldogs attention is what I'm trying to say clumsily here. But The point is, I just don't think this Missouri team is going to be intimidated whatsoever. Maybe Missouri will lose, no doubt about that, but I just don't think it's going to be because they weren't ready to play, and again, this bye week obviously comes at the perfect time for Missouri. Hopefully, Ennis Rakestraw, in particular, in the defensive backfield will be closer to 100% healthy this coming week in Athens. And really, without Brock Bowers, we have not seen an entire game from the dogs yet without the star tied in. What does that offense look like without him? We'll get a better idea against Florida this week in Jacksonville, certainly. Though I will say, on paper, Florida does not have as good of a defense as Missouri. And again, I think I think Missouri maybe had the the perfect previous week there to, if if not experiment, but rediscover with the old aggressive man-to-man defense being your primary tactic there. That worked against Georgia last year, at least until the fourth quarter for the most part where the dogs started to run the ball down Missouri's throat a little bit. I just think that should be the strategy once again, at least at least in the early goings of that ball game, unless Carson Beck and that offense can figure out something to counter it. Now, of course, a lot of Missouri fans think that the Tigers have a great shot in this ball game, and I tend to be one of them. I really do. And honestly, this whole I've talked a lot about the SEC East quagmire where a lot of these teams I think are grouped together well as this season has played out obviously the quagmire has separated a little bit Pangea has become the continents if you will and well at this point you still have to say that Georgia is on an island of its own it's in a tier by itself at the very top until proven otherwise but I also think Missouri 
and the Tennessee Volunteers have clearly separated themselves from Kentucky and South Carolina and Vanderbilt. That's pretty obvious at this point. So again, it's all going to play out if Missouri is truly on the same tier as Georgia. I think even a close loss to the dogs in Athens would maybe be a good argument for that. Regardless, I think Missouri is obviously going to have to win out, beat Georgia to ha- be in consideration for the college football playoff. But my goodness, you even if you lose this one, win two more against Tennessee and Florida, beat the moribund maybe Arkansas Razorbacks for a 10-2 and record, yeah, that's, that's quite the accomplishment right there and probably a New Year's Day type bowl game for Eli Drinkwitz and his program. And one more interesting note, at least to me, on that Missouri defense is that the South Carolina game, the first time that the Tigers have not allowed a touchdown since November 2020, the 49-0 victory over Vanderbilt. Now, you may remember the most notable part about that, that game from Vanderbilt's perspective is that Sarah Fuller kicked off, had a squib kick in the ball game, was, I believe, the first female to ever take part in an SEC game, for instance. So that was a somewhat historic moment there. But other than that, the reason Missouri, or excuse me, the reason Vanderbilt was having to use that young lady who was part of the soccer team as a kickoff, well, it was the COVID season. Vanderbilt was obviously down because of testing and all that good stuff. So they basically had nobody out there. You know, so from the point is Missouri to not allow a touchdown in the in the last really seven quarters essentially of football. That's a really big deal, and definitely if you're an optimist and pointing to a turnaround for this Missouri defense, I think there may be some truth to it. So I, I'm getting getting much more optimistic here, even as I speak about this Georgia football game. And coming up, as you can see, I've purchased a lot of Missouri mini helmets over the years. Well, let's answer some questions from the mailbag, including what is my dream Missouri memorabilia purchase? So I want to talk about that, answer that question, among some others, as well as we close out this very, very weird Halloween weekend edition of Locked on Mizzou. But first, I want to tell you about prize picks because there's nothing weird about that whatsoever. In fact, Prize Picks is the easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. It's the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You simply select two to six players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. There's no playing against sharks or anybody like that online. It's all about your own thoughts on the numbers. It's really as simple as that. So go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks daily fantasy sports made easy. And passion, drive, and patience, what brings home the winning trophy 
is also what keeps your ride or die vehicle alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. So, YouTube user Devin actually asked me a question that triggered some good ideas. I thought this would, I've held back some questions from, from the viewers and listeners that I thought, well, it fits the theme well here. I'll get to it here in just a minute. Devin asks, what's my earliest Missouri sports memory? And really, I have some vague memories of times from the 80s, but the season I really remember the most, my earliest real big memory, the team that I remember sort of start to finish is the 90-91 Missouri basketball team that ultimately got upset by Northern Iowa in the NCAA basketball tournament. And what I really remember very specifically, and the reason I remember this entire roster basically, well, there was... Missouri handed out at the Hearn Center these sheets of four basketball cards, and they were sheets that eventually I would fold and tear apart and make into individuals. Ah, what a fool I was. Didn't understand collecting at the time. Having the complete sheet would have been better. Now, don't get me wrong. These are probably not the highest quality basketball cards of all time, but in my you know, nine-year-old, eight-year-old mind, I got to say I'm willing to pay more money than I'm willing to admit for those uncut sheets of basketball cards. But another another user out there, Kevin, hey, Kevin, that, that actually rhymes with Devin, doesn't it? But Kevin asks, where do you get your mini helmets? Well, actually, most of them on eBay. Just simply go to ebay.com and they pretty much have everything you see behind me. Now, some of these may be out of style, out of out of stock, that kind of thing at this point. By But that's why, generally speaking, when Missouri puts a new helmet out there, I'll go on eBay and look for it within the first couple months or so and try to find it. So just in case, I, I'm just sort of become a completist on this Mizzou football mini helmet thing. Back when I started this, during the sort of beginning of the Barry Odom era, tail end of the Gary Pinkle era when Missouri started changing up their helmets a little bit. Didn't realize how deep we were really going to get into the helmet thing, but damn it, like any good addict, I can't stop now. And finally, one more question here. I actually did not have this person's name. Must have been sort of one of those, uh, I don't know, weird usernames with a bunch of numbers behind it or something like that. But Basically, this person asks any dream memorabilia purchases for as a Missouri fan. And I said, you know, I, I respond to this person. And I said, I actually don't have any memorabilia off the top of my head. I mean, certainly if, oh, well, Chase Daniels used jersey from the 
Armageddon at Arrowhead game signed or, you know, something crazy like that. Hey, you can have Missouri's Orange Bowl trophy from 1960. You know, something insane like that is obvious. But that that kind of stuff is not realistic for me to actually purchase. That's That stuff is in a museum. It's, it's at Missouri's athletic department, that kind of thing. But honestly, you know what I really want? It's not even something, this is something I really haven't said to anybody in my life. So again, this will be just between me and you. You know what my truly aspirational purchase that is somewhat Mizzou related, but not directly? I want a Rolex. I want a watch. I want specifically the Tony Soprano style watch, the the full gold presidential Rolex. If you're a watch person, you'll know what I'm talking about, but I don't want the exact Tony Soprano style. See, I want the black face one because then you got black and gold. Ah, you see, now we're talking. Now we're got the Mizzou connection here. So if you're looking for a, for a Christmas present for your boy, how about a Rolex? You know, the, the presidential day date with the black face. Oh, yeah, now we're talking here. It's going to be a long time before I probably purchase something like that, but eh, maybe someday I'll reward myself with some big moment in life. Got to have something to aspire to. That's what I always say. But, hey, thanks for joining me again on this weird Halloween edition of Locked on Mizzou. Hope you all have fun tonight. I'm going to be dressing like Jimmy Dugan from A League of Their Own tonight. Maybe I'll throw some pictures up with me and my fam up on social media at some point. But hey, if you're having fun tonight, be safe out there. Have a good time. Don't eat too much corn syrup. And I'll see you next time right here on Locked on Mizzou.